0: uh-huh all right good morning welcome to the jps football show it is october 18th and we got some football action in the nfl happening rich and myself are here to give you our score predictions go over a few of these games rich how you feeling this morning bud i'm very
1: tired but happy it's sunday looking forward to these games uh, non-football related quickly Want to congratulate the Tampa Bay Rays, our host Jordan. I know he's feeling very good today. We'll obviously touch on that on the main show, but uh, phenomenal low payroll. They made it to the Fall Classic. Good stuff. Let's talk football though.
0: He, he might be a little hungover today, so. Yeah. But you know it, the uh, the emotions. He's very happy. Yeah. yeah there's congrats, a nice pack near. <laughs> congrats to Jordan and the Rays. Um, so yes, football. Let's let's dive right into it, Rich. We're gonna we're gonna go through these games give you our um, thoughts and predictions. So let's start off with the Chicago Bears going to Carolina to play the Panthers.
1: Um, This is going to be a good one. Uh, The Carolina Panthers, after losing Christian McCaffrey, have surprisingly been unbeaten. Uh, Mike Davis obviously is going to fall back to obscure when CMC returns, which I don't like. I think they should run with both of them. I believe CMC comes back next week. Chicago Bears, offensively challenged for sure, but they do have a very good defense. I like Carolina in a close one. Um, I just think they have a little bit better quarterback play and a little more dynamic offense. I'm going to go Carolina 24, Chicago 20.
0: I like where your head's at, but I'm going to disagree. I think the Bears are going to start putting it together a little bit better on offense. Um, Foles having a little more time at the helm. Should give them some time to sort of glue it together, let the receivers get on the same page. You know, they still got some deficiencies, but the defense is going to set them up with good opportunities. Um, I'm going 32 to 21. Hmm. Bears. All right. And, and honestly, that score is probably a little inflated. I think it'll be a tight game. Uh, the Bears might just pull away late. Um, so moving right on, Bengals of Cincinnati are going to Indianapolis to play the Colts.
1: This is not a good matchup for Cincinnati at all. Uh, The Colts quietly have a very good defense. I questioned it after that week one debacle with Jacksonville, but they've shorted up gradually. Offensively, the Colts aren't too flashy nor exciting, but they know what they're trying to do. And uh, they don't turn the ball over a lot, and they uh, love to use a screen game. I think Naheem Hines is actually a very good pick today to play in fantasy Joe Burrow's coming off a rough stretch, and I think it continues today. I'm going to go Indy 27, Cincinnati 17.
0: That's a good shout. Um, I was smiling a little bit over the week reading some of these articles because these think pieces are being written finally about uh, Rivers being too old to get the job done. Sound familiar? Mm -hmm. I didn't think he was that dude. His age is showing. He's having a tough time. Um, don't be shocked if they struggle and fall under 500 in the in the coming weeks. That being said, I do think they're going to take advantage of a weak Cincinnati team, um, and they'll ride their defense to a 24 to 14 win. So moving on, the uh, rescheduled Denver Broncos against the New England Patriots. That game is happening.
1: Okay, I hope you guys like field goal kickers. <laughs> um. Denver plays hard every week. I got to give them that much. But they're a very flawed team. Obviously, um, <clears throat> Von Miller, their captain and defensive leader, is gone for the year. He was hurt early. Um, Rippin showed a little bit. Uh, I believe Drew Locke might be available for this game. That's what he's I...
0: listed as questionable, so he's not ruled out yet.
1: Tim Patrick's been a cool little find for them, but uh, they're just too banged up. New England, on the other hand, uh, still dealing with COVID losses on that roster, but um, they have the fortune of playing a Denver team that's also missing their feature back, Melvin Gordon. Uh, Cam comes back. That should be enough for New England. I'm going to go New England 26, Denver 10.
0: Uh, similar, twenty two thirteen, Pats. Um It's going to be ugly. Like you said, I, I hope you have kickers in this game for your fantasy roster because there's going to be a lot of kicks. Yeah. I don't see this being a uh, fireworks show. No, this is not <laughs> Peyton versus Brady. But that being said, next matchup, Cleveland Browns, Pittsburgh Steelers. Could be some uh, offensive fireworks for that game. What do you think, Rich? This game
1: is in Pittsburgh. I mean, granted, you know, it's a COVID year, but it's still in Pittsburgh uh the browns have not been this good in a very very long time in terms of record they are coming in at four and one uh with the missed game with the titans i believe the steelers are four and oh correct or is that three and oh they are four and zero. they are four and oh um i think this is gonna be a very good one but i think pittsburgh stays undefeated um pittsburgh is pretty good against the run and i think that uh they were a little surprised last week with the fight that Philly put up. I still expect a fun game here. You're going to see some points. You got some really cool matchups out there. A lot of a lot of talent on both sides. You got Juju. You got Odell. Um, I think Cleveland might get off to an early lead. I think Pittsburgh will take care of Cleveland's rough secondary in the second half. I'm going to go Pittsburgh 33, Cleveland 27.
0: Yeah, it's going to be tough for Cleveland. They're um, they're pretty banged up. You know, Mayfield's got a chest injury. Landry's got a hip. Um, old Dirty Beckham is uh, getting over an illness. He's listed as questionable. I think all these guys are going to play, but they're not going to be at 100%, whereas Pittsburgh's relatively healthy. They've been playing well, so I'm picking them to win um, 30 to 24. It'll, it'll be tight. It'll be trash points at the end, but Pittsburgh's going to – Manage this game pretty comfortably, I and I think. think the
1: difference will be that the turnovers will probably come on the other side. I, I, I could see Baker having a rough one and maybe, uh, you know, straightening out in the second half. But I think Pittsburgh's a, they're a better team. I, I understand that the Bengals are four. Uh, excuse me, the Browns are four and one, but I just think Pittsburgh's a better team, and they've been doing it longer. They'll win.
0: All right, so um, we have the now head coachless. Falcons, of course, they have an interim coach, but so they fired their coach, Dan Quinn. They're going to play the Minnesota Vikings, who have been struggling as well. What's this game going to look like? I'm Struggling,
1: yes, but I do think the Vikings have been playing better lately. They did give Seattle a a tough time. They should have won that game, actually. Um, Prior to that, uh, they were gaining a little steam after their horrific start. They're playing the Falcons. I like the Vikings today. I understand Madison's getting the start. I believe uh, Dalvin Cook is not playing. I don't think that's going to hurt them today. Fantasy Cats, pick up Kirk Cousins. That Atlanta defense is absolutely atrocious. I picked him up in one of my leagues, and he's going to win for me today. I'm going to go uh, Minnesota 34, Atlanta Falcons 23. I think the Minnesota defense is going to play a little better than people are expecting, and... um I just like them today. I think their offense is going to click. I think Cousins is going to have one of those signature games. I don't know whose signature it is, but um, he's going to play well enough. I like the Vikings. They're going to win
0: today. Same. Uh, I'm going 35-27. The Falcons still have a lot of pieces on offense. They'll be able to put up points, but um, Minnesota's defense is going to make enough stops, and the Falcons' defense can't stay the same, so – It'll be the Vikings. It it could get interesting toward the end of the game, Um, but I think the Vikings are going to handle it.
1: Shout out to Eric Perry picking up the Atlanta defense in our Cheddar in the Sun League. You are loyal, pal. That's all I got.
0: (laughs) All right. Speaking of loyalty, Mr. Patrick, your uh, Jags are playing Detroit at home. Rich, what uh, what do we got to say about these one-win teams?
1: Uh, Jacksonville's home. So there should be some kind of advantage with playing in the heat? Was it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's not that hot.
1: Playing on the grass? Like, yeah.
0: yeah. Fans in the... Oh, yeah. it's Jacksonville.
1: They, yeah, they have a few. Um, I like the Lions in a close one. But if Jacksonville wins, it's not going to blow my mind. I wouldn't bet this game. Uh, so you're not going to see no lock of the week here. I'm going to go... Uh, Detroit 23, Jacksonville 17. I think um, I think it's going to be boring, and um, I just think Detroit just has a little more going for them. I know that a lot of people have forgotten about DeAndre Swift with uh, the 37-year-old AP getting more carries. I think today that's going to be a little more balanced out. Um, Matt Stafford will make a few more plays than Gardner Minshew. Uh, Jacksonville is also missing DJ Chark, but Laviska Chanel should be a decent... Play today for Jacksonville, but I'm taking Detroit 23 17.
0: Yeah, I mean, Vegas is only favoring Detroit by three. Um, I kind of think Detroit's going to pull away later in the game. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, missteps on offense for both sides early, um, but Detroit, the veteran quarterback in Stafford, is going to find a way to get his team and put it together. I'm going 31 to 17. And again, that'll sort of be one of these games where it's close for most of it and Detroit sort of pulls away toward the end of the game um, just because they they have it more together. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, not saying much. They're really not a quality team either, but Jacksonville is in a rough spot. Um, Better than people expected, I think. But still, they're they're figuring it out. They got a long way to go. So, uh, Philadelphia Eagles are hosting Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. I'm looking forward to this one. What do you think? I, yeah, I am i can't wait for LJ to eat up the Eagles just because I hate them. <laughs> Plain uh, and simple. Sorry, Philly fans, but you know what it is. You got a Cowboys fan and a Giants fan here. We're not going to show a lot of love for your team until they earn it. And they haven't done so this season.
1: And I'm going to do one better. I'm not going to apologize for that. <laughs> um, Baltimore. Is gonna beat the ever living crap out of the Eagles today on both sides of the football. I think Carson Wentz is gonna have a very rough day. Do not be surprised if you see Jalen Hurts possibly get some action in this game. Um, the Eagles have had a propensity to stay in the game in terms of you know garbage time points, or they they, they don't have it on on the defensive side. They don't have any answers to stop. Not only their tight end, Mark Andrews, who I think is going to feast today, but uh, I don't see how, where or how they have an answer for Lamar Jackson. Um, no, no, sir. I'm going to go uh, Baltimore 41, Philadelphia 24. Um, I think Zach Ertz might be one of the bright spots on Philly. I could see him uh, putting up a decent amount of reception, especially in those PPR leagues. I just do not like uh, Philly at all today.
0: You know, uh, I'm in a similar score range. I'm going 38-23 Baltimore. Um, I I have a little different idea of how the game goes. I think Philly's actually going to come out and look fairly strong and maybe even jump out to a lead as Baltimore um, maybe struggles to get it going initially. But Lamar will break some plays and get things rolling late in the first half, and they'll continue that through the second half and run away with the game. But I think Philly may very well catch uh, Baltimore sleeping for the first quarter or so. Um but ultimately Baltimore should should handle it. But Mark we'll
1: Ingram, might he hasn't been the best fantasy player this year, and it's kind of tough when your quarterback leads your team in rushing, yeah. you know. But I think today, uh Mark Ingram inside the five is gonna be viable and I think he might bust the end zone twice.
0: All right. Um AFC South Divisional Rivals of sorts, the uh Houston Texans are going to the Tennessee Titans. What do we think about uh Tennessee, they just look so damn impressive on Tuesday night. Uh, do you give the Texans a shot in this one? or No, I really don't. Um,
1: I really don't. Offensively, uh, they don't necessarily have the answers. I mean, when you look at what they did to Buffalo, I think they're going to stuff the run early. Deshaun Watson is a hell of a football player. I always give him praise. I just don't think that... Uh, He has much to work with. I really don't. Uh, I've alluded to this in the past. He has three number twos that once in a while wear the hat of a number one. And um, the Titans, on the other side, have a pretty damn good defense. I think you're going to see a nice balance of Derrick Henry um, gradually eating up six, seven yards, moving the chains. And I also think you're going to see Jonu Smith have a nice game. Against, I wouldn't say an inept Houston defense, but th- they're going to get worn down. Uh, I'm going to go 27-13 Titans in a convincing win.
0: Yeah, the the Houston approach kind of reminds me of Dallas a few years ago when we decided, yeah, uh, Dez can leave, and we just won't replace him with the number one. And then, of course, had to drop a first-round draft pick to pick up Amari and salvage the season. Mm-hmm. That's what they're looking like. They, they don't have any weapons for Deshaun Watson. It's a shame because the, the kid can play his ass off. Um, but, you know, they've rectified that mistake. They dropped Bill O'Brien, and the, they're going to start rebuilding. A.B. Um, was
1: linked to possibly going there, but that kind of fell through with um, more complications with his uh, legal situation. So to anybody thinking A.B.'s getting picked up this year, very unlikely – but if he was i think Houston might have been able to salvage their season cuz he would have been re- essentially replacing i don't, I don't see
0: them even even adding one receiver um of that caliber is not going to help them compete with the complete teams like Tennessee uh in their division you know um so they they're not in a total rebuild they still got some pieces but they're they're um back to the drawing board for Houston they're going to get handled by Tennessee who's playing at an elite level right now yeah, it's going to be Thirty-four to seventeen. They're they're gonna take care of business. Houston, again, they have some good pieces, but I don't see them putting much together this year. Nah. They're gonna be in position for a nice draft with their new GM. Um, all right, your boys, you're hosting the Washington football team looking for your first win.
1: Today we finally get it. And um, I feel like I've heard this before. Yeah, you've heard it <laughs> for probably the last month. I think today we do get it, though. Uh, The Giants' um, defense is marred with a lot of injuries, but one thing I have appreciated is the effort and the fact that they have not been quitting on this coach, Joe Judge. Um, I also think they're getting the benefit of playing a relatively poor quarterback. Giants, albeit have a lot of problems, they are pretty solid against the run. I think they're going to lock up Antonio Gibson, force Allen into throws he doesn't want to make and you're going to see a lot of three and outs you're gonna see a lot of punting from Washington on the other side of the football Washington's secondary has been getting scorched and I think it's just the remedy of what Daniel Jones needs to finally throw a fucking touchdown pass um I like Evan Ingram and I love Darius Slayton today for the G-man I think they're both gonna get involved and uh Devontae Freeman's coming off his best game of the year and his best game since being an Atlanta Falcon I think the Giants um Even during most of our rough times lately, we have a propensity for owning Washington. I think that continues today. I'm going to go New York Giants 27, Washington football team 16. And uh, they have another divisional game in a few days against the Eagles, so it would be nice to get that first one under their belt before they play a division foe. And in this NFC East, anything's possible.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I tend to agree with you with most of it. Uh, Washington, thanks to you guys having the benefit of playing us last week, are now a worse offense statistically than you guys as far as yards. You guys still rank lower on points somehow, but it is what it is. The offenses are not going to light it up. But I did tell you outside, I was using the basketball analogy, I think Daniel Jones got some much-needed confidence in, a, in a, what was a tough and emotional loss for, for you guys and an emotional win for us. Um, but I think... Seeing the points go up on the board, seeing some of those passes get made, even against a shitty defense, is enough to maybe get him the confidence he needs to start making those plays because we've talked about it before. The kid has the right tool set. Um, He's just been playing with zero confidence and making. he's been forcing some plays that cause some of those ugly turnovers. I think Washington's a better defense than Dallas, so it is not going to be as easy. But you're not facing one of the best offenses in the league, so you're going to have more cracks at it.
1: And I think the thing that helps the Giants is I think they're just going to be presented with better field position consistently in this game, and that will help.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, Ultimately, it's going to be close. I'm going to go like Um, 24-18. Kickers are going to be on the field a lot, whether they're punting or kicking. Um,
1: I'm not trolling, guys. Play Graham Gano today.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's a good idea because there's not going to be a ton of touchdowns. Watch them both score fucking 40, knowing our luck, but... Um, Yeah, I'm pulling for the Giants in this one. Uh, Moving on to our 4 o'clock matchups, (laughs) if you want to call it that. The uh, the Jets are playing Miami in Miami. I think it's the first time I've seen Miami favored all year.
1: I'm going to finally get a lock of the week. I'm taking the (laughs) Dolphins. I'm going to take the Michael Irvin approach and just continue to pick against the Jets until they
0: give me a reason not to. You know, if there's one team that could fuck it up against the Jets. It is those guys. (laughs) Fitz Magic has one of those uh, Fitz Tragic games. Or he forgets that he doesn't play
1: for the Jets anymore. <laughs> oh, God. This is going to be good. Uh, no, Richie it's really called not.
0: it, so Jets fans, get excited.
1: <laughs> it's really not going to be good. Um, the Jets just lost Le'Veon Bell, who's currently a member of the Chiefs. He will not be eligible to play this week. He will make his debut Week 7. On to the Jets. They're missing Sam Darnold. Um, my God. The Jets are just the inept of the inept and the giants are zero and five and still light years ahead of that team whatever that counts for um i like the miami dolphins to win rather handily today i think the dolphins defense is gonna bring the heat on the jets i also think that um fitzpatrick has enough to work with to get a solid win
0: fitzpatrick versus joe flacco what fucking year is it (laughs) (laughs) I agree with you, though. Um, The Dolphins are going to get their um, third win of the season and move to five hundred. Yeah, they're not that bad. They're really not that bad, and I called it at the beginning of the season. They're definitely not contenders. They're Mm -hmm. probably two years away from being there, Um, but they are a significantly better team than the Jets. But with that seventh
1: wild card, it's not out of the question that they could possibly sneak in. They
0: could. They very well could. 24-9 Dolphins. I'm going a little higher. The Dolphins' offense hasn't been miserable in some of these games. They put up points on the Bills. They've they've managed to score a decent amount, other than that Week One loss. So, I'm going to say 38 to 10 because the Jets are just fucking horrific on offense. They're going to get Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, maybe so. Poor kid. He had a good college career. Um, and is still going. He lit it up this weekend too against Georgia Tech. Yes, he did. They had fucking five touchdowns in the first half. The kid's an animal. Sorry you're going to be a Jet. All right. Um, probably our best matchup of the week. Green Bay is coming down to Tampa to play Tom Brady in the Bucks.
1: This has the recipe for a Green Bay letdown, playing against Tampa. There And Tampa coming off such a horrible loss, plus having the extra time off because they didn't have to play last weekend. They played th- last Thursday. All that being said, I like the Green Bay Packers today. Um, I think Tampa is still – Struggling mightily on the offensive side of the ball. They do get a little boost with Leonard Fournette coming back. I still think Ronald Jones is the feature back. Godwin plays today, but he's been very up and down with his health. Mike Evans is Mike Evans. He's a damn good ball player. Green Bay defense, although statistically might not look the most sexy, they have that bend but don't break approach. They have been giving up a decent amount of field goals versus what they're doing on the other side, getting sevens. That's going to win you games. I like the Packers. I think they have the matchups in this one. Um, I like Aaron Jones to have a huge game today, and I think Devontae Adams is also going to ball. Watch out for Anthony Lazard as well. I'm going to go Green Bay 34, Tampa Bay 27. I think Tampa Bay is going to put up a fight at the end, but Green Bay is going to win this and remain undefeated.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, Brady's facing Aaron Rodgers.
1: Always a good one. This is their third career matchup.
0: That's what I was trying to figure out. Thank one you. One. Thank you, our good old Savon over here. Uh, Richie with the info for you. Um, yeah. Um, legendary quarterbacks winding in the twilight of their careers, facing off. Um, it should be a lot of fun. should be a lot of fun. I think there's going to be points on the board. Ultimately, I think they both got decent defenses. I think Green Bay's is more consistent, and I think that'll be the difference. They're going to take advantage of the youth on the offensive line, which – You're starting to see Brady crack with some of that um, inexperience that he's dealing with Um, between that and the uh, growing chemistry, the growing pains of having a completely new receiver core um, minus Gronk is weighing on him.
1: I also got to make a mention that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in the top five in penalized teams especially on the – they make their mistakes on offense too, but on the defensive side, they really rack up a lot of penalties. And I think with Aaron Rodgers, the hard count, you're going to see that in play at least twice today, We drawing guys off sides. Um, I will say this, for Tampa, I think Jason Pierre-Paul is going to play a very good game, but I don't think it's enough. I like Green Bay to stay undefeated. This
0: this has actually been a growing storyline that I've heard since week one because the Rams used it very effectively against my boys – um, but the, the use of the hard count by road teams this year, obviously, it's something that is a result of COVID and the limited fans in the stadium. Oh, yeah, it's taken a huge
1: hike because in the old days, you, you really couldn't, old days, 2019 yeah, and before, yeah. you, you couldn't really pull that off. But you that's a to, solid point, Al.
0: Yeah, you had to have a set snap count or a silent count on some, in some of these hostile environments. And now the road team has, uh, the only disadvantage they really have is the travel um because the fans while they're there and they're screaming it's not the same thing no um it's like a high school game for some of these guys so you know expect rogers who's a master of the hard count to use it to take advantage of Um, some sloppy play by tampa i like them to win 38 to 31 uh brady makes a mistake at the end of the game to seal it i could see that all right tonight's game is is a pretty solid one too um the 4 and 1 LA Rams against the 2 and 3 San Francisco 49ers. How do you like them apples?
1: Um I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be relatively low scoring. The Rams haven't really put up a lot of points this year in general. They've made, with the exception of the Buffalo game where they were kind of shooting it out, but uh I just think the Rams have a little more health. And uh, just a little more continuity. I don't think the 49ers are going to lay down because I know they were embarrassed last week against the Dolphins. I expect a better performance out of them. But they are down. Just they just got too many issues right now. I'm going to go uh, Rams 23, 49ers 20 in a low-scoring battle. I just think the Rams eke it out.
0: So I'm going to say this. And during the offseason, I was hesitant, but I started... Figuring out that maybe we were sleeping on the Rams a little bit and watching them in week one before I realized how atrocious my team's defense is. Um, I gained some respect for them, so I've been keeping an eye on them. They are right in the middle of the pack for points per game, um, but their defense is elite, third in points allowed per game. Rams move the ball. They're fourth in total yards per game, Um, seventh-ranked rushing attack. Meanwhile, their defense is fourth in yards allowed. They're good. They're good on both sides of the ball. They're very balanced. Um, Goff is the X factor, which, you know, I uh, put my faith in McVay for that one to help his quarterback make the right decisions in crucial moments because they're a good team. They are. People people are uh, reticent to pick them to be favorites again after the letdown last year. But I think people need to maybe open their eyes a little bit with them. Um, I think they're going to not blow out the Niners because the Niners are still a quality team. Um, but you're looking at 30-20, to 20, comfortable win for the Rams. Okay. All right, and so in all the COVID joy, we have the Chiefs and Bills rescheduled for a 5 o'clock matchup as of right now, assuming everything goes to plan. Should be a fun one. It,
1: it should be. Um, Buffalo got kicked in the face last week by Tennessee – they and Patrick Mahomes and company blew a 17-point lead and got kicked in the face by the Vegas Raiders. Um, I look at both teams, and I just don't see Patrick Mahomes losing two in a row. I think the Chiefs are going to come out fired up, and they want to make amends for uh, losing to a division rival in the Raiders. I like the Chiefs, and I like the Chiefs big. Not saying it's not going to be an entertaining game, but I just think that that leaky Buffalo secondary is going to get exposed. They're not—they're without Sammy Watkins, but they still got their share of weapons. Uh, I like—I uh, like Hardman to have a big game here. Travis Kelsey's going to eat, and their rookie running back Hilaire, is also going to do his thing. Patrick Mahomes—I have him throwing for uh, north of 350, and I think they're going to put up a lot of points. I'm going to go Chiefs 38. Buffalo Bills, 24.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, this, this is the way I see this season. The Chiefs are probably going to drop another game or two, but I have a hard time calling those. Like, I, I don't see too many games where I'm going to pick against the Chiefs. They're just that damn good. Um, this would be potentially a game that I could see the Bills pulling an upset, but not after they're showing last week. Mm-mm. I think they got their ego bruised, and as much as a lot of teams might think they're going to come out angry, uh, confidence is a huge factor especially without the fans in the the stadium so these guys are in their heads more than ever before I think Derek Henry is is someone that just abuses a defense and makes them feel like little boys um, and going up against Patrick Mahomes and that type of offense instead is not a really a great way to recover from that um, so it's going to be high scoring uh, the Chiefs defense is not great but they're opportunistic they make Big plays when they need to, and we we saw that last year in the Super Bowl, and most of this year they've been able to keep their team relevant when Mahomes um, and company are off to a slow start. So I'm going uh, 41 to 34. The Bills got enough firepower to put some points on the board, but it's going to be too little, too late. The Chiefs are the best team in the league still.
1: I would have considered taking Buffalo if the Chiefs won last week, but being that they're both coming off of a loss, I got to go with the more seasoned. Team that's also Super Bowl champs, defending champs. So, yeah, I'm going, KC.
0: And also, the Chiefs in a letdown, giving up a lead, which hurts, but that should piss them off, especially the winners that they are, whereas Buffalo got humiliated yeah, uh, in prime time. So we'll see. It's why they play the game, but I'm picking the Chiefs big. Um, all right, so we're going to end the show and the week with my boys, Daklas, for the first time in years. Um, we're facing Kyler Murray and the Cardinals who are coming to Dallas.
1: It's unfortunate. Um, Dak was uh, starting to gain the resume as a true Iron Man. I wish him nothing but the best in his recovery, first and foremost, before we even touch on this game. As far as the game goes, um, one of Arizona's defensive weaknesses has been against the run. So I do think Ezekiel Elliott will play his part and keep the, this game close. Having said that, I just think the Arizona Cardinals have a little too much to offer on offense. And given what my team did to Dallas last week, I don't think that's going to stop this week. Dallas will play hard, and I still think Dallas will win the East. But I don't think they're going to look too hot. Uh, I like Christian Kirk today. I love DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray. I'm going to go Arizona 38, Dallas, 30. I think uh, Andy Dalton plays a more than respectable game, um, but I just don't think it's going to be enough. And I think uh, that eight-point spread might be a little bit of that garbage time coming on, but uh, unfortunately, Dallas is just too dinged up. They will gradually get it together. I do have a belief in Mike McCarthy's ability to keep a team focused. I just think that they've been on the wrong side of injuries and the wrong side of the schedule. They have not had an easy schedule this year at all. But, uh, you know, they think the world of Dak, his teammates love him, and they're going to continue to play hard. But this week they take an out.
0: Well, yeah, a little interesting news on that front. Um, Jerry is still talking about using the franchise tag on Dak to give them more time to negotiate. It's, it's an interesting move. It's got pluses and minuses, but I think it does indicate a commitment to the player when he comes back. I hope so. Um, we'll see. That'll be a conversation for the offseason. Um, Also saw from Schefter, of course, who else, uh, posted that all games are clear for today. So, zero positive COVID cases um, from this morning. Good. So, all the games we've been talking about are happening. um, We're all clear. Now, to wrap up on our game, or my game, I'll say this much. Maybe it was the uh, 12 beers or whatever the fuck we were drinking last week. But after Dak went down, I saw the return of... Prime Ezekiel Elliott. He was running angry. Like, he always runs smart. He's always run smart for us. But I said it when we were talking earlier this year. He's running with a little more burst. I think he had a little too much weight on him last year, muscle, or whatever you want to call it. He's moving a little bit quicker. And then after Dak went down, I saw the anger that I haven't seen. It's his best friend. It's the team leader. Like, Zeke is going to have to pick up the slack. I think Andy Dalton's a quality backup. We already spoke on it. Like it's it turns out to be a great move, um, but Zeke is going to lead this team to whatever success we have this year, and I don't feel too bad about that because when he's playing like that, he's damn tough to stop. I st-
1: I, th- I still think it culminates in a NFC East title. I said on the air on our main show that I don't think Dallas does worse than 8-8, possibly still finishes with a winning record because their schedule is going to even out. They still have to play some weak teams that they haven't had an opportunity to. I'm not even counting them out tonight. I just think Arizona has a little too much, but are, are well, we, do we have an upset special here?
0: I mean, in a game that there's a one point spread, Vegas is picking, <laughs> you know, it's basically a call, right? Yeah. Um, but they are slightly favored. Arizona is. And I'm going to say, these are the type of games we'll have to win if we're going to get to that eight and eight, because Arizona is beatable. Um, they're a good team. Oh, and yeah, like you said, they got sure. plenty of weapons, but I think Dallas has to win these games. Um, It'll be an interesting one. Van Der Esch, uh, as far as I know, isn't cleared to come back this week, but he's on the verge of returning already. That'll that's be good a news. big yeah. up for us. Yeah, that's good we news. We need him back. He will help all facets of our game because, I've, as I've been saying, like a broken record, us getting beat on the run opens us up for the pass, and we're already vulnerable in the secondary. That's so. good.
1: And, and speaking of linebackers, I forgot to make mention of this when I covered my game earlier. We are finally getting back David Mayo, which is huge because in that same deck injury game. We also lost Zoe Carter. So we can use any linebacking help we can get to help out Blake Martinez. So yeah, stay healthy today, everybody, please.
0: Yeah. So, you know, got to show love for my fellow linebackers. We um, There's a big impact. They're probably an underappreciated position on the field these no days. No question. Um, but since we're seeing a return to controlling the clock by running the football and opening up the passing game for a lot of teams, where for many years it was passed to open up the run, We're seeing sort of a return to that run stuff, so the linebackers tend to be more important. That's why the spotlight has been on Jalen Smith's struggles because he has not looked good up until last week. He He had had a good game. He had a good game against you guys, but that's it. And that's in a game where we gave up, what, 31 points, 34 points? And I don't
1: think it's a knock necessarily on the player or what he brings. I think it's just sometimes when you're asked to do a lot of stuff that you're not necessarily always asked to do. It's hard to maintain the perception of what everybody expects of you. It's not easy. It's not easy right now for anybody playing on defense for Dallas. And it's not like they don't have pieces or players. I mean, shit, Demarcus Lawrence is a hell of a player. And without that strip sack, maybe you guys don't win.
0: Well, and that's a funny thing. So, I mean, we could go at another time into the stats of it. The issue has been Jalen Smith has had bad plays Mm -hmm. and missing splash plays. Demarcus Lawrence has had... A solid season. He hasn't had as many big plays, and that's why people are knocking the amount of money he's getting. But he's been good every play. And that's the difference. He's not having those bad plays. He's just not having as many amazing plays. And with the money he's getting paid, people expect that from him. I was
1: actually proud of our rookie tackle for hanging with him. Granted, he we know who won the one on one. I'm not gonna go there, but he did hang with him, and I think that's a good building block. For the young kid, Thomas.
0: Well, and it's part of it, too. So I saw a statistical breakdown of this. You know, the Cowboys had been remained conservative in their approach to blitzing, despite all the talk in the offseason about having a more multiple defense and being more aggressive. Until last week, we didn't use a lot of pressure. We were still among the bottom of the league, just like we had been under um, Marinelli. Yes, yes. So. Last week, we ratcheted up the pressure and, I don't know, mixed bag. We gave up a lot of points still, but it didn't seem as fucking futile as it did in the previous weeks. And I don't know if that's a product of our mentality or the Giants' weaknesses on offense.
1: It was a little bit of both because we were were taking advantage of your weekend defense, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, you were taking advantage of our weekend O-line. And that's a big reason why I I think, to your point, when you said Daniel Jones got some confidence, he was under duress but making some really nice throws. He did. uh, You know, keeping drives going. And unfortunately, we got hit with two penalties, which, by the way, were both correct calls that got points taken off the board. I'm not going to get on the officiating. Uh, I would have liked to see a couple more holds, but we could say that any week in the NFL. So I'm not going to single out just the Cowboys.
0: It was a pretty clean game overall, honestly. Um, and it was a fun one. Sorry, I don't know how we got into recapping, but it was—you know it's always a big game for us. Um, so to close it out, I'll tell you, I think we are going to pull off an emotional win today, uh, 28-24. Our defense mm. is going to step up to the plate. We're going to put Kyler Murray under some pressure. He's still going to make great plays. He's a great player. Um, but we're going to do enough to give our offense a chance to figure things out with Andy Dalton. All right. So calling it. Hoping for the best. I'm hoping for a good week of football with fewer injuries for every team. Yeah, please. Fewer um, injuries is right. But, you know, it should be a fun weekend. So that's it for me. Richie, you want to add anything before we sign off?
1: Nah, no, looking forward to these games. And uh, regardless of who they play for or any of that, I just hope these injuries uh, stop. Uh, n- stop. They Not at the same fluctuation. It's been rough seeing all these guys get injured. And, and it goes to show, as much as we hate the preseason, they kind of need it.
0: Yeah, so hopefully now that they've got some weeks under their belt, if they're not too banged up, they maybe have a little more game speed and wear and tear that they're ready for. Who knows? Some of these injuries are freak injuries like the Dak one. But
1: Oh, and non-football related, really quick. I just yeah. want to make mention, you know, we did say the Rays advanced. What does that mean? The Astros lost. So today, tomorrow, and forever. Fuck you, A.J. Hinch. Enjoy your Sunday, folks.
0: Thanks for listening. <laughs>